This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome everybody to our AEW Rampage review for September 10th, 2021. Great episode of Rampage. Another kind of follow-up show from All Out. Fantastic show, I thought. But before we really get into the meat of this show, uh, I guess we need to talk about my profile again. Situation. Yeah, it is definitely a situation. It is. That's the best and nicest way to describe it is a situation. Um, it has not been a fun week for for me. Been um, great for me. As, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, as we speak right now, my profile is all rainbow and glitters and sunshine. It is my little pony. It is. Um, it is. And it's just not a good day for me. Um, and and I, it, it's been rough all week. Honestly, the, the, the one that hit me the hardest, if I'm being totally honest, was, I mean, the My Little Pony is pretty rough. Pretty rough. Um, but the McMahon one, the Vince McMahon, that really, that cut me deep. Um, oh, because, I just love the, I love the banner with the chains and the muscles and the tank top. For a whole day, I had to be a Vince McMahon fanboy. And... I didn't, I'll tell you, I didn't even want to tweet all day. I was trying to, like, you know what? I'm just going to go radio silence on Twitter so people don't have to constantly see my little profile picture and go, what? What's <laughs> this guy? Um, yeah, that was, that, that hurt, I think, I, more than I, any I, of them. I think my highlights were um, the MJF one because I knew that would hurt. That would. Because you're such a big Chris Jericho fan. I am. I am. I loved the cow one. I must admit that was some of my best work ever. The cow when following our dynamite review, that was <laughs> kudos for creativity there. Thank you. I um, was not expecting that. I loved the British one. <laughs> that was that was good. Um I love my little pony one because yeah, it's so good. Yeah. I think the highlight of the whole the British thing was um Ben coming at me with the toad in a hole thing <laughs> yeah. or something. I love that. I'm not even sh- that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know. It just didn't sound pleasant. But, uh, you know, again, like like a lot of things, some things don't sound so good, but they end up being okay. Um, it was nice. That was, that was one of those. Yeah. Uh, loved it. Loved it. Loved mm. it. So the final one will be, if you listen to this, when this comes out, the final one will be Tuesday. Um, so yeah, and I did a poll and everybody voted for profile XX. So that's the profile you got today. So it's not just my fault. It's the listeners yeah. fault as well. It's our friends fault it's as everyone's well. Everyone's fault. But I'm sure as everyone else will just blame it on me because they thought I was a complete idiot for ever thinking that Adam Page was going to show up at all out and, you know, hindsight being 2020, maybe. And also, and also, let's just, let's just look at these facts. One. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Uh-huh. Two, it's pretty you, cold. You you made my profile Barbie. I'm mm, pink. That, that was day one, too. 
went, I went straight for the jugular on day yeah. one. Yeah. And also, um, you said you said when we originally made this bet, when when like when I had won the bet, you was like, I've not really given you much admission. You don't know much of stuff that I don't like. Ah, I don't think you'll be yeah. able to find all of these things. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I I did, and I think I spoke too soon. <laughs> Like, and I honestly did say that to her, like off the record. I was like, you know, it's not because I knew so much of what really pushed her buttons. It was, yeah, it was too easy. I'm like, an she, open book. <laughs> yeah, she gave up so much stuff to me there. Where I was like, oh man, I was so this is gonna be so fun. And I was thinking, I really haven't, uh, you know, I haven't given her that much ammo. I was totally off. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Apparently, I speak more than I. Uh, about things I don't like, then I realize. Also, the Malachi Black one was for the revenge for Cody, the one that you made yeah. me have. Um, Everything kind of mirrors each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think you may now realize that when I say I'm a bit twisted. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it, yeah. no doubt. Um, yeah. Um, it's best to be so my I'm, friend. I'm. <laughs> You know, if if this is what you do to your friends, oh my lanta, what would you do to your enemies? That's, That's why I only have say. two friends. <laughs> the others um, no longer exist. <laughs> they moved on. That's all we need to know. <laughs> all right. Um, anyway, back to rampage. Awesome. Now that we've had yes. Our fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fun's not over yet. No, <laughs> not for you. Not for you. <laughs> not for you. Um, don't forget to uh, uh, don't forget to check out all of our content that comes out each week. Our uh, rampage and dynamite reviews, topic discussions, interviews. Uh, what else do we do? Q and A's um, and previews. Wow, and you're previews. really flustered with these profile changes. Uh, <laughs> can't, can't get it out. <laughs> And reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay, but don't worry about following me right now. And you can follow Sarah. Follow, follow him so much. Follow him so, so much. Follow me in a couple of days. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. Yeah, Also, don't forget to give us... Mastermind. <laughs> Block her. Also, <laughs> don't block me. Also, don't forget. Don't forget to to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. Uh, so, with that out of the way, Sarah. Yes. Are you ready to talk some rampage? I am. Let's go. All right. Uh, the show kicked off with. A, uh, a mind blower of a match. I mean, this was originally scheduled for, for All Out, and it would have been – I'm almost kind of glad this got put on uh, Rampage so it could be given the time to breathe. Uh, you, you feel like All Out was so long, you know? Where, yeah. Where, where it would have gotten cut to some degree. I thought this was just a great, great match. And I'm starting to begin – by the way, it's Pac versus Andrade. I'm I'm starting to think that maybe because we both thought this was going to be the main event uh, for for Rampage. What I'm kind of seeing now is the way the show is set up. It's almost not set up backwards, but 
I feel like we kind of get the main event as the first match of yeah. the show because it is a later show over here in the it's late. Everything's late for y'all over in the UK, but yeah. it's it's late for us. It's you know for me it's, it starts at nine, and for you know East Coast it starts at ten. So you want to mm-hmm. throw a big match on the start, and that's kind of what it sort of feels like with these shows. You you kick it off with the semi main event or possibly the main event. Uh, and that's what this felt like because it really was a main event type match. But in the end, it was Andrade getting the win. But it was after some controversy because uh, Pac had Andrade caught in the brutalizer. And the iPad guy, I still don't know his name, iPad guy with Andrade got up on the edge of the ring with what looked like a taser. A um, little weird. Don't know why he's walking around with a taser, but hey, dude, now he's taser guy. He's not iPad guy anymore because Chavo had the iPad. iPad guy is on the, or taser guy is on the ring apron with the taser. Uh, The Lucha Brothers run down to neutralize him. They take care of him, get him out of the way. But while the ref is distracted by that action, uh, Chavo gets in the ring and uses the iPad to knock out Pac. And that allows Andrade to pick up the win. And then it gets even more confusing afterwards because as Andrade and Chavo and iPad slash Taser guy are leaving, um, Andrade realized what happened, I guess. He realized that Chavo cheated to help him win, and he takes out Chavo on the ramp. He leaves Chavo in a heap as him and iPad slash Taser guy leave together. So so chaotic. I loved it because we were wondering, you know, we had talked before about whether Andrade knew about Chavo messing up the travel plans of Pac and possibly the Lucha Brothers. So apparently there was a little rift between the two. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, what what did you think about everything? I loved the match. The match was brilliant. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of sad we didn't get to see the ring. I know it's Mm. time constraint. I I forgot about that. that. It's not yeah. a complaint. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like a thing for me that I, I like. I'm really weird. I like entrances. Me too. Um, me too. It's a big part of wrestling. Watch, but I can literally watch an hour long of different entrances on YouTube quite happily. Um, yeah. Just yeah. makes me happy. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm mm-hmm. sad that we missed them, but I understand why. Um, match was brilliant. Um, yeah. The Chavo thing, um, that was for me a bit of out of nowhere. Um, I, I, mm-hmm. we both know that he's like, you know, we think he's been meddling and all this type of stuff, and Andrade just wants to have a fair fight, this type of stuff. Um, so I don't know if this is my own thought or if I've seen it on Twitter and I forgot about it. So if I've seen this on Twitter. I'm very sorry to whoever I'm about to kind of take the credit away from. That nah, happens on Twitter all the time. You're good. Yeah. But <laughs> is this is this opening up for Ric Flair to come in for Andrade? That's I, I had that thought as well. Um, and there's a couple of things on this show, ironically, that make me think of Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, because um, Rick showed up at the Triple A, Triple Mania, to yeah. to assist Andrade. So yeah, 
and he's out there and he's family sort of, you know, he's yep. soon to be father-in-law or, or is he father-in-law? They're not married. Are they? And no idea. Charlotte. No okay. Idea. But he's either soon to be or father-in-law of Andrade. So uh, there's a connection for sure. And well, if, if ever Chavo's like lost a job. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> and, oh no! Uh, but yeah, if if ever somebody needed a mouthpiece, uh, Ric Flair is a mouthpiece for sure. You On know, his own, he's a mouthpiece. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you know, one of the best talkers um, in in the history of professional wrestling. Period. You know. Uh, so now we'll I've see. got we'll all see. the images of like. Um, like a feud of MJF or something. MJF mm. will have a promo with Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> How oh, good boy. would that be? Oh boy. <laughs> mm. But I, it, it, the visuals with those two together because Ric Flair is known for his nice suits. Um, mm-hmm. Andrade, that's, he's, he's always showing up in uh, some nice suits. So, uh, you, you could see that. I could, I could, I could definitely see that. So, keep that in the back of our minds. Mm. Watch this space. Um, yeah. Also, watch this next space while we're talking. Oh about God, Flair. this space. Yeah, because um, Tony Schiavone was in the ring with an for an interview with Darby Allen and like, Sting. Can I just say that Tony Schiavone doesn't get interviews anymore. No, he gets no. to hand people a microphone. He does. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. Uh, Tony Schiavone was in the ring to hand a microphone over to Darby <laughs> Allen to sing, and they were gonna they were gonna address Tully Blanchard's comments from Dynamite, and we questioned Tully Blanchard's comments from Dynamite also because really he starts them. kind of kind of accusing Sting of riding Darby's coattails, and then him talking about wanting a match with Sting, and we're like, what? So in this. Uh, uh, Darby it, it basically is telling Tully that Sting is not riding my coattails. Uh, and he takes a shot at Sean Spears verbally, tells Tully he's absolutely nothing. Sting then, he talks about it. Hey, if you're saying I'm riding somebody's coattails, then Tully, you rode coattails your whole life. The coattails of Slick Rick, referring to Ric Flair. Again, we just talked about him in the first yeah. segment. And now he's being kind of brought up in this one. So a lot of questions there about Ric Flair right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, if he, you know, he wants a match, let's do it right here in Cincinnati. Tully comes out and he starts running down both guys uh, saying, it's not fair. Look, you want me to come out. It's a two on one thing. Uh, while he's talking, he's got them looking at him. Uh, Sean Spears comes up from behind and takes out Darby without Sting even knowing. He drops Darby on the outside with a C4. And then takes off into the stands. And while Sting's checking on Darby, Tully's uh, saying, hey, this plan went perfectly how we had it designed. So it was all set up to take Darby out behind Sting's back and uh, leaves, you know, Sting trying to chase down Sean Spears, checking on Darby. So Tully and Sean Spears come out on top in this whole segment. And, of course, we have Sean Spears versus Darby Allen coming up on Dynamite. So what did you think about uh, mm. this segment? It's still a bit bizarre. Um, it is yeah i don't i don't i don't understand where this is going yet um i'm here for the ride but it seems like a very bizarre ride right now 
I also love the fact that I don't see the point of Sean Spears attacking Darby Allen behind Sting's back because mm-hmm. A, nothing really happened. B, Darby Allen was pushed downstairs and wrestled a TNT championship match. Throwing him on mm-hmm. the outside with a C4 isn't really going to do anything. <laughs> it's kind of like um, probably like a slight headache for him compared to everything else. But, it's, but it's it was the sneak change. attack. The yeah, sneak I, get attack. Was, I get it was the sneak the, attack. Look, but I just... The sneak attacks hurt more than a regular attack. Just, right. you know. <laughs> I just was like, <laughs> okay. And then mm. I love the fact that Tony Bodge was like, yeah, just like we planned. I was like, what did you plan? Like, I can't imagine yeah. you having like a whiteboard in your office and like little stick people going, that's Shabby and that's Sting. And then Sean, you go, woo, all the way down there. And you go, bang, 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 bang. You run into the crowd. Sting chases after you. We win. Yeah. I'm going to need more for this because at the moment I'm a bit like, what? I have a feeling things are going to go quite as planned on Dynamite Wednesday, but I could be wrong. Um, We'll see that. I'm intrigued. Yeah, very intrigued. <laughs> we uh, then we got a uh, a video montage, a package highlighting um, Adam Cole and Brian Danielson's debut uh, in AEW, and Adam Cole him just commenting on how that he trusts his life with Kenny Omega. He trusts. The young bucks with his life, uh, just how dominant that he believes this the elite in it, which he calls a brotherhood, are going to be. And then uh, Brian Danielson, you know, saying that he's not fully going after the elite itself; he's going after one person, and that one person being Kenny Omega, which is a match we all want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so interesting uh, the the dueling. Promos because they're, they're you know they put these things together and it wasn't Brian Anderson uh, versus Adam Cole in this promo. It's just showing that Adam Cole is putting himself with this unit with the elite, but Brian Anderson separating himself from a feud with the elite. He just wants Kenny Omega. He wants mm-hmm. to wrestle the person who claims to be the best wrestler in the world, which makes sense for Brian Anderson because yeah, you know so many people proclaim him as literally the best in the world. I love the fact that um, every time Adam Cole mentions the elite, he mentions Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks mm-hmm. and seems to forget two other people. <laughs> yep, the good brothers always get left out. Mm, um, I'm, I'm definitely sure that we are going to be at some point heading towards some elite turmoil. It's, it, it, it feels that way. It's, to it's which, not being done by accident. To which I shall rejoice. <laughs> I will be so, so, so happy. Um, yeah, so I thought that was quite a, a key kind of like every time he's spoken about the elites and anything like that, he's always leaving out uh, the Good Brothers. Um, mm-hmm. Ryan Danielson is now like... One of my new heroes. He's just going to go after Kenny. I feel like yeah. like he's my little vigilante now. He's going to get Kenny for me after everything yeah. Kenny's done to Mark. So 
I'm I'm Team Brian Danielson. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he is the best. Yes. Better than yes. Kenny. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so um yeah so I like this. Yeah. I can't wait to see um Adam Cole against uh, Frankie Kazarian. Yes. And I can't That's wait gonna... for whenever um Ryan Danielson's gonna be in the ring either because he's so exciting. So. The next match was a women's trios match. Uh, yeah, AEW yeah. Women's World Champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Jamie Hayter, and Rebel versus everybody's favorite alien, Chris Statlander, Riho, and the Casino Battle Royale winner, Ruby Soho. Um, and the, uh, yeah, the winning team was Ruby, Chris Statlander, and Riho. And oh, it was, it was, it, it was a fun ending. Um, it was so good. Chris Statlander got Riho on her shoulders. Britt was down. Rebel laid herself on top of Britt to protect her. And then Riho came off of Chris's shoulders for her foot stomp, which looked great, onto Rebel's back. And then that allowed um, Ruby to tack herself in. And Ruby connected with a Pele kick on Rebel and picked up the win for her team. So, yeah, awesome victory. Fun way to end it. I love the whole Riho on Chris Statlander spot. It was a very cohesive unit. Uh, three ladies look great working together. So, awesome match. Yeah, the uh, Riho on Chris Statlander spot reminded me so much of Marco Stunt and Lucasaurus. It did, yep, yep. And I'm all for, like, a three-lady faction. Let's go. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Here, mm-hmm. 100% for that. Um Ruby Soho is just legit amazing. Like, I every time her music hits, I just have a mini dance party to myself. Um, it is a fun song. It's a fun it song. Is. And once again, there's somebody in AEW that reflects who I am as well. So yeah. I'm, I'm a happy bean with all that. Um, yeah, loved <laughs> it. Loved it. Um. Awesome match. Uh, and then we rolled into the main event, and this main event was uh, tailor-made for that Cincinnati crowd. Oh, yeah. Um, it was the Acclaims Max Caster with Anthony Bowens versus Brian Pillman Jr., Cincinnati's own Brian Pillman Jr. And the crowd was not disappointed as Brian Pillman Jr. picked up the win. Uh, there were multiple times where there was interference from Bowens, as you would expect. Uh, but yeah, in the end, it was Brian Pillman Jr. picking up the win with the uh, the springboard clothesline off of the top rope to take out Caster for the one, two, three. Uh, afterwards, uh, Caster and Bowens were uh, beating down uh, Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, you know, it's kind of waiting for maybe um, uh, Griff Garrison to come running out, but you know, he was injured Wednesday uh, by MJF, so maybe that's why he didn't come running out. But who came running out? It was your boy, John Moxley. Another native of Cincinnati. The crowd went crazy. He comes out, drops Caster with a paradigm shift. In the end, it's it's him and uh, Brian Pillman Jr. standing tall. Moxley with his arm around Pillman. It was a great, great way to end the show. So that that Cincinnati crowd was all smiles at the end of the show. So, so good, man. Like, it was such an amazing match. And did I lose my mind when Moxie walked out? Yeah. Because <laughs> I did not expect that to happen. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I went slightly, you know, crazy. Um, I I genuinely just love the fact that. All right, Moxie's probably. This is not like you know, harsh on um, Brian Pillman Jr. or anything, but Moxie's probably like the bigger name for wrestling for Cincinnati and the Miz, but yeah. that yeah. type of thing. But I also love the fact that um, Brian Pillman Jr. got the win in front of a home crowd and in front of his family. Yeah, uh, it's just like that's just nice. That's nice, and I like yeah. that. Yeah, because if if Dynamite was billed as John Moxley's homecoming, it almost felt like Rampage was Brian Pillman Jr.'s homecoming. If that makes yeah. sense. A little bit of a, you know, Pillman got some time on Dynamite also, but this kind of felt like it was a, it was a, it was a nice time for Pillman to have in front of that crowd. Because what I love too is after the win, he got to he went over to the, to the railing and was hugging his family and everything. Mm-hmm. And, thought that was, it was a nice touch. It was cool. It was uh, something nice for him, not just centered around Moxley, although it did end with Moxley helping him, and that makes sense because they're one Cincinnati guy looking after the other Cincinnati guy, even though they're not aligned in a faction or anything like that. It just yeah. made sense. just made sense. 100%. So, yep. Yep. Cool. So, yeah, awesome rampage. Um, Very good. And I, and I love it how they're, they are really, although this wasn't necessarily a themed, themed show, like the dynamite wasn't this wasn't like some of the you know like the fight for the fallen or the uh winners coming those kind of things but it does does feel good when they go to these towns and there's somebody from that town it kind of makes sure to focus to put a positive focus on the person from that town i love mm-hmm. that um and i hope they keep that going hometown focused shows for that crowd for the home yeah, crowd i definitely. think it's it's a good look it's a good look all right, so great, great rampage. Uh, looking forward to Dynamite this Wednesday. Uh, but please don't forget to check out all of our content that comes out, uh, our Dynamite and Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and previews and reviews of pay-per-views. And please give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. Yeah, Cam. And you can follow the channel on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. So thank you so much for listening. Keep an eye on my profile uh, going forward. Uh, One more day of that. Yeah, so please uh, drop your condolences to me. (laughs) And allow Sarah to gloat. Uh, She's got one more day to gloat. So let her have it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. Sarah, remember that. Be good to each other. I'm being good. And we will <clears throat> and we will see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Make sure I got the ending. My little pony. My little pony.